following is a presentation of the Belly Up Sports Media Network. Call yourselves Title Town? Are you kidding me? That's fraud. Uh, it feels like a gray area. Spoiler alert, Canada. Cup's coming back to the U.S. of A. There's way too much negative stigma attached to strippers. I, I hate you guys so much. <laughs> My dog just shit his ass. Right before the microphones uh, went on, Scott dropped maybe the greatest stat I have heard in the longest time. Scott, the Twins... The last time the Twins won a playoff baseball game, what what was your stat? <laughs> that the number one song in the country was Goodies by Sierra. <laughs> to which Caesar said, who? <laughs> As Mr. Unlimited's wife, bro. Come on. Caesar, you, you got to know the Sierra? queen of cornball. I just know him as the girl got, that got fucked in Gucci flip-flops. <laughs> Poor up the activist. Thought it was a drought. Oh, my God. All right. It's Tuesday. Uh, it was a crap report. <laughs> I'm like, Scott Caesar's here. Uh, Robert saying, happy Mean Girls uh, Day, gents. There you go, Scott. Happy Mean Girls Day. It's Hell yeah. Day. Happy Mean Girls Day, everybody. It's October 3rd. <laughs> You guys get way too. You and Robert get way too into that every year. I just anticipate the meme. I haven't seen that movie in I don't even know how long, and I, I just know that on October third, that meme is showing up, and it's going to be either you or Robert that posts it. Period. Like there is no nobody else that I ever see reference it except for you two. I mean, it's a great movie. I mean, there's nothing wrong with repping it on any any given day, but specifically on October third, it's a great day. Uh, it's good to see you, man. I'm glad to see you all Braves decked out, ready to go, even though you're I am playoff ready. I'm getting ready for this. Tomorrow is Wednesday. I'll wear pink. But today <laughs> we wear we wear Braves. <laughs> I understood that reference. Uh, by the way, I got to give a shout out to Matt Barr here because he is saying hello to people in the chat. And he said, Rex a million, Robert, Sarah, hello. And from now on, I only want to refer to Rex as Rex a million. That is his name going <laughs> forward. Well done, uh, Matt. I appreciate that. Shout out to all of you guys in the chat. Uh, Caesar, how you feeling over there, man? I'm good. It's fuck OU week. It's a big game. So It's Drew Holiday. It's the holidays in Boston. Woo! Oh, yeah. Hey, hey bro. Hey. Snaps in the chat. Yeah, fucking the Bucks thought they're all sweet and shit. Fuck no. So much for pick and roll when you're gonna your point guard's gonna be in a fucking jail cell. Yeah, bro. Good luck. Good luck. I'll be fine. We'll be in the finals. I'm not scared of one bit. I had to wind them up. I'm sorry. I, I was gonna say that was some good bait you threw out there, Scott. That was well done. I was so mad he didn't take the Cowboys bait earlier in the chat. I was like, all right, I'm gonna. Oh hell no, bro. I'm team money. I'm going to get the Boston thing. <laughs> when it comes to the NFL, I don't give a fuck. They just better fucking win. I mean, yeah, like my bets just better fucking win. I don't give a fuck about the NFL. I mean, I do, right? Like, I'll get it. I only said my second tattoo would be the Cowboys if they ever won the Super Bowl. What's your and first tattoo? Good. We don't have to worry about that. What's your first tattoo? Um, My grandpa's signature in the shape of a dog because he loves dogs. That's pretty hard. Yeah. I, I'm on board. I'm going to oh, get the Empire... Grandpa, I'm going to get the Empire State Building tattooed on my forehead if a dragon ever farts in my face. 
<laughs> That's as likely as you get in that Cowboys tattoo, bro. Bro, you got like 20 years on me. I got, we're good. I know, but I'm just saying. I can be, like, I can you, be you, 70 you, you, and it can still happen. Like, I'll get it when I'm 70. Like, it's all good. <laughs> like, if it doesn't happen in my lifetime, that's sad. Like, honestly, it's sad. You're ready to be sad. Oh, that's why. So, speaking of my grandpa, this is one of my grandpa's hats that he gave to me. So, it's a very special in the collection. He got it when he was working in the oil field. Who the fuck Kennedy is, I have no idea, but it's a rope hat. It's hard. And they sell rope, wire, and sling, whatever the fuck that is. But it's a cool hat. <laughs> my grandpa. <laughs> he hooks me up with a lot of these hats. Oh, shit. Well done. I don't well know done. who Kennedy is, and I don't know what anything they're trying to sell. But oh, that. fuck. Uh, Oklahoma thinks they're all sweet and shit, right? Oh, this is the first test for Texas, bro. Y'all have been playing fucking Sac- Sacagawea State and fucking... The only- <laughs> the only- Sacagawea No, that's what they played, bro. Cincinnati's only power five because they're in the Big 12. Like, that's it. They're not even... They're not good. Oh, Sacagawea. They were tied with SMU in the fourth quarter. Wyoming beat SMU by like 50. I, no, listen, you're you're right about that. Uh, is there <laughs> is their mascot the coin or is it actually Sacagawea? Like, because I feel like the we've got a we've got a, a little controversial question here. Like for Sacagawea, you like if you do the coin, is it less offensive or more offensive if you have you know wait, the Native American mascot? Wait, you have Sacagawea State's mascot just being a coin rolling out onto the field like a giant silver coin that's just like. But that's why I'm asking because <laughs> if you do, you know, in the climate we live in, you can't have like the Native American mascot, right? Like you can't add one now. Like it, it, I was gonna say, you're sitting bro. there rocking all Braves gear, and you're like, you can't have a mascot. We have what blooper. We have about? blooper. Are they gonna like? Are they gonna create a, a blooper version of uh, Sacagawea? Like no, like, the I don't mascot? think you can do like. A, like, so you got to do the coin. So it's got to be a big Sacagawea coin. And you'd be like, look, we're honoring her with the coin that honors her. Like, it's some Inception level mascot shit, right? If I'm the PR people at Sacagawea U, right? Um, <laughs> my mascots are Lewis, no, I'm doing Lewis and Clark as my mascots and I'm naming them the Travelers. Oh, so you're gonna you're gonna do the 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 white people thing? You're gonna you're gonna it's like at Sacagawea, you we have white people as their mascot. You're gonna whitewash Sacagawea at her no. own. No, no, I'm gonna no, make a mascot. We're getting rid of the minority woman, and the mascot is gonna be two white men, white not guys. one, two white guys. <laughs> Bro, she was a minor. I don't want to put a minor cartoon costume on the field. <laughs> I could put two adult men who were creepy, look like every other fucking mascot. Bet y'all never uh, thought you were gonna get this chatter when you tune in. Guys, you gotta tune into these guys. They're great. <laughs> they went well, yeah, they paid Sacagawea U and fucking Oregon Trail State's State. mascot would be. It's bullshit. <laughs> they think they're so nasty. Like, yeah, their defense is way better, and Desan McCullough is nasty. But like, I don't think anyone on Cincinnati offensively starts at Texas, nor oh. SMU, no, nor whoever the fuck else they played. Like, Texas isn't a cover. Once Luke Vickle left, Cincinnati is not the Cincinnati that we've seen over the last few years. Uh, that's that's absolutely for sure. Sarah said that Sacagawea was a person first, a coin second. I am very well aware of that. I'm just asking which one is less offensive. Well, Rex Amillion is saying, I think you can if it's specifically representing that person and not just a generalization of their people. So that's so like not the, the not a cartoon. So uh, you can't nose giant teeth version of Sacagawea. Yeah. 
yeah, yeah. You, you can, can have, have you can have <laughs> draw you can have the person as your mascot, but you can't have like the cartoon. Like, you can't, you like, can't have what if it was like the coin with the sideways smiling face, like big toothy <laughs> grin. The second Julia Quinn with the one with like the kid on her back? Oh no, but no, I didn't even think about that. The I mean this the coin itself, we somebody could misinterpret that and be like, Oh, are you saying that these motherfuckers they all gamble because they live on reservations you sitting out? Oh, that's that's racist. <laughs> What? You know what? We gotta we gotta shut it down. Shut Moving on. We gotta we gotta show for you guys tonight if this is any indication. <laughs> I want to talk about off. that Toy Story game, guys, because that was surprising to say the least. I'm very excited about it. Shut up, Bijan. Uh, Thank you, Bijan. We got to get to MLB playoffs uh, and the Schwarberger that I saw. We got to talk about that. Uh, and uh, we got a new Wise Guys poll. Tons to get to tonight. Before we do all that, though, let's talk about these beers that are in our mugs. Scott, what is in your mug tonight? And would you bet it? So a couple weeks ago, you said you had tried this year's version of Pumpkin. And you were like, eh, uh, on it. And when I walked in and uh, I was like, hey, I got to find a pumpkin beer. It was the, you only, the king already. It was oh, the only man. pumpkin beer that they had. So I was like, "Well, looks like I'm doing pumpkin tonight." Uh, I don't know what you're talking about, my man. It's as sexy and as fuckable as it's always. Ever Listen, been. I preface it by original. saying it's possible I had a bad batch. That's Ooh. very possible that the four pack I had. You had to have had a bad a batch. Bad batch, uh, but it was very cinnamon in me. Yeah, no, this I don't I don't have a problem. It's fantastic. I would fuck this 100%. I mean, y'all go look up Pumpkin if you don't know. And if you've ever listened to this show, this is probably like the fourth time I've done Pumpkin on this show. So <laughs> go listen to one of those episodes. Wait, the show's been going on for what? 7 8 years now that we've been doing this show. And yeah, and and I know for a fact that I every, this is the second year in a row. I was going to say second year in a row, we did our Pumpkin, you know, bracket challenge the one year we had there. Like yeah, I mean, I've at least had it three times that I know of, but I feel like it's been longer. So yeah, so I, I mean, I, I probably this has probably become the most drank beer on the show for me. Yeah, I would say so. Uh, Caesar, what are you drinking tonight? Would you bang it? I'm coming down straight from the mountains. I'm drinking a Coors Light. Ah, <laughs> straight from the mountains, high and low. <laughs> You know what ad campaign I missed from Coors Light? I missed the ad campaign that they used to have where, like, all of a sudden the train would show up and fly by and everybody would just cool off from the breeze of the train. Yes. Thank you, Scott. That was such a good ad campaign. It was always, like, a dude that was, like, working in the yard and he was sweaty and, like, oh, this is terrible. And all of a sudden, train flies past fucking train just like girls in bikinis dancing and it's right through his living room this is a this is a beer commercial right here i have a question regarding coors light and bud light i know coors light was first but why did bud light have like this takeover i think coors light's way better than bud light Mm, advertising because i drink bud light that shit tastes like piss no seriously i just think that budweiser has always had a very superior way of advertising their product bro Coors lights can change its colors that's crazy <laughs> like, yeah that's crazy but, but it's just one of those things like they in that they were first they're like the nike of beer like it's just like doesn't matter what they do like they they established their brand and marketed the hell out it's of it oh so bud light was first too, and then it was right? Coors like light. it's 
well, I don't know which one was actually first. I, Anheuser-Busch may have been uh, before Coors. But Look, it's I, how you it's market all... it and everything. It's just like Hydrox yeah. came before Oreo. Like, Oreo oh. did it better. Wait, hold up, hold up, pause. Caesar, do you know what Hydrox is? He shouldn't. I'm Sounds actually like going to give it to drug. Like, I know what yeah, you're referring he, to. Yeah, you should. You should. Like it's know. the original Oreo cookie, but I know it's yeah, Hydrox. Yeah, like it was the original sandwich cookie, like before. If Oreo. I told you, yeah, I had a homie, he OD'd on Hydrox, you'd be like, yeah, that makes sense. That doesn't sound like a fucking cookie. That's why they lost. Sounds like a drug. Sounds like Oxy. <laughs> oh, man. Did you hear about Caesar? Yeah, he's hooked on Hydrox. Oh, that poor kid. Yeah, bro. It's time kid. for an intervention. <laughs> but they're just fucking cookies. But no, to Caesar, to your point, I think it's just corporate sponsorship, right? Like Bud Light got associated with everything. They got in with yeah. all of the all they of the got sports, in with everything. They the advertised the shit out of it. Yeah. Just, like, I still can't believe Bud Light's fucking Budweiser light. Like, why wouldn't they make their cans red? Uh, they should just is. there. There's the crux of it. We're gonna right go there. back to that. No, I like. I still can't we believe just that. Found out what it was. Never I forget when that. Caesar just realized that Bud Light was for, for Budweiser Light. I had no, dude. I still like. Speaking I really of episodes thought, that you need to go back and listen to if you have. Dude, oh, I, for the longest time when I was a kid, I thought Budweiser and Budweiser Light were like ops. I was like, <laughs> yeah, because it's red versus blue. One's a heavy beer. One's a light beer. Yeah, they're competing, but they're owned it's by the like same Pepsi brand. It's like Pepsi and Coke fight, too, and they rock the same colors. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was like, I'm so confused. And then Budweiser, yeah, that's crazy. Shout out to throw, the throwback branding that made me unravel that fucking shit. Robert yeah, pointing out Again, the Clyde branding. That's, yeah, Clyde it's the marketing yeah. and the branding that Budweiser had. That, uh, I, Coors I is better. Coors Light is better than Bud Light. Listen, when it comes down to Miller Light, Coors Light, Bud Light, I'm pretty convinced that if you did a blind taste test on all three you wouldn't be able to sell you would no you you can't one out of the three right Bud light is dog shit i drink Uh, like i don't like beer in general but you give me i see i don't really have much i i have a different and it's like i don't have much of a a flavor profile on any of them but every time i have miller light i'm like i I don't like this like that's me with bud light i think it tastes like shit I would rather have a Coors Light. Yeah, like, me too. Because from the mountains, like there's other light beers that I would rather have than Miller Light. I don't know what it is, but for whatever reason, Miller Light's like the last option. Well, it's, it's because like out of those three, out of Miller Light, Bud Light, and Coors Light, Miller Light is the Pilsner, and the other ones, I don't believe they're Pilsners, right? Like Bud Light and Coors Light aren't Pilsner beers, which is probably why you taste the difference in the Miller Light and don't like it as much. So I think it's the the type of beer too, because aren't isn't Bud Light? See, so you might have to look this up, but it's a lager. Coors Light a lager, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so, well, Budweiser for sure. Is Bud lager. Light's a lager. Yeah, so I know it's that. The, it's the flavor profile of a Pilsner versus the lager that you're oh. probably prone more towards the lager, which is why you don't like Miller Lite. I dig Miller Lite. I don't mind uh, Miller Lite. Also, give me a fucking hams, baby. Give me a ham. Me. <laughs> you dig? <laughs> no, I was, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. It took me forever to find it, but I legit, like, I'm like, man, that actually makes sense. Hit <laughs> me with the rain, baby. <laughs> Uh, Sarah also pointing out why Budweiser and Bud Light have uh, more market share. They have frogs and horses, and yeah, Rex the Million gave us the Budweiser, yeah. uh, which was such a great commercial. Oh, Coors Hell Light yeah. was first, 1770. I lied, I got 1778. 1978, and then Bud Light were in 1982. All right, there we go. Uh, 
All right, uh, let's check and see what everybody else is drinking in the chats. So we got to go through here. Gabe is drinking Fuster Cluck. What a great name for a beer That's right great. there. Fuster Cluck, a New England IPA, Devil's Logic Brewing Company, 7.2% ABV, banging the devil out of Duke. Uh, we'll game. Big win. We're all scared during that shit. We're all scared Dude, during that I'm, game. I'm scared during every game, Caesar. I'm scared during every game, but especially that one when it's fourth and 16 and you're down by one. And I'm like, here we go again. This is it. This is the collapse. Here it is. This is how it ends. And I'm going to have to get fucking text messages again. And instead, Sam Hartman becomes that man and, uh, and saves the season. That bar says he's drinking a little thing sampler from Sierra Nevada. You should have already know university. <laughs> uh, Sarah's drinking a shot of Horfrost. Horfrost? Am I allowed to say that? Uh, Earl Grey Vodka. <laughs> Got to watch down Kiddick. Ooh, followed by Cigar City Brewing. Highlight IPA 7.5%. Highlight is a fantastic. You want to talk Kiddick? about On uh, Yeah, Kiddick. Just... Like being around kids for too long? Yeah, yes, exactly. Just the general existence. Like kids in general, dude. I always call them little rats at work. They piss me off. <laughs> dude, running all over the fucking place. Parents get a fucking grip, dude. It barely changes when you have your own. I can tell you that. That's I'm never going to have them, bro. All they're good for is tax breaks. Yeah, even that. Great. Not as great as you think. Uh, <laughs> at least that first one. That first one is great. Yeah, that first, first time around. Oh, that yeah, first time yeah. one a deduction, and then after that, uh, Rex Million having a founder's. October I need them. I need them fucking stimmies again. Bro. Oh. me. Give me them stimmies for them kids, man. That's what I need. Bring back 2020. COVID. Just the stimmies, though. Yeah, no, 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 yeah, no, that's, that's, that's me. None of, none of, I, I said that. I said that shit. That's what I was referencing. Uh, Rex no, for real. Shout out to COVID. Oktoberfest again. That's definitely called it up for another bang. Um, let's see if we got any. Uh, COVID fixed the WWE too. Rob. <laughs> Robert said he's not. He doesn't have a beer tonight. He just got home from work, so maybe soon. I uh, am drinking uh, Seeing Colors, a hazy IPA from Mad Tree here in Cincinnati. It's a great beer. I would absolutely bang this one. Uh, sorry, Scott. It looked like you may have been going for a comment there. I got I got distracted. No, no, no. I was actually just taking Robert's off, and then you, you popped it back up. <laughs> I just clicked to take it off. I was like, oh, he's talking. I'll just go ahead and oh, do this. I'm going to right my first Oktoberfest little festival thingy. You've never been to an Oktoberfest? Yeah, no. I'm going to Worcester. Dude, Oktoberfest. You going to rock the later hosing? No, but I'm going to buy one of those fucking big-ass pitchers of beers and not drive home. Drink it out of Doc's boot. Yeah, yeah that's no, it's look, it sounds fun. It looks fun. Or right. just one of those big ass giant steins. Oh, yeah, the yeah. big old the leader of Dunkel. That's the way to yeah. go. Hell yeah. Get a leader of Dunkel and just get hammered. Uh, that's the way to be. By the way, the comment section now is I feel like this is no longer craft brew. This is just like domestic brewed sports. Uh, because people are all in on their uh on their takes here. Uh Matt Barr saying Bud Light is a hard pass for me. Miller is it's my preferred. Uh, he also said Natty Light is still the OG. The first That's one I can't do, man. I can't do yeah, Natty Light. Natty I Light gives can't. me such a bad headache for whatever reason. I don't know why. Like Bush Light isn't terrible. Bush I'm never around Bush Light that often. That camel like, I counted one hand how many times I've had Bush Light like 
because it was the only thing available. Yeah, I feel like Bush Light tastes bad just because they package it in a camouflage can. Bro, like, that shit's hard. That's not fucking about camo. That shit's hard. That shit's hard. Like, this tastes like I should hate minorities or something. I don't no, like no. this one. That hey, hard. minorities. Uh, this is hard. JB said Coors Light had, uh, back in the early 2000s, had the twins. They did have the There's twins. another reference to the twins up uh, earlier in the comments, too, that I missed. But, yes, that was... Uh, that was a fantastic ad campaign as well. Uh, as well. Uh, and then Matt said, uh, y'all feel the same way I do about the kid tax breaks. Uh, y'all feel the same way I do about the kids tax breaks as I do for putting solar panels in my house. That, that sentence is hard. That was a, I, I started, it was one of those where I started reading thinking this is going somewhere and then it did not. Go yeah, no, I, <laughs> I could tell. I was like, when you started back over, I was like, that's a question for Matt Barr. Sentence. Go ahead. How long did it fucking take for your panels to work? Because mine took fucking forever, and it pisses me off because I'm still paying the damn light bill, and I'm not getting my credit for the solar panels. It's pissing me off. Uh, Are we just uh, waiting for him to reply in the comments? Yeah, yeah. Dude, I'll read yeah, it. We're good. Can we go on with the show? Just, or do we have no, we have to sit here in silence and wait for Matt Bartery to respond. for the one-to-one response. Uh, Sarah said seeing colors reminds her of uh, my story when I did a saltwater float. I got to do one of those again, man. Dude, you've never done a saltwater float? It's a sensory deprivation tank. You get in and it's like pitch black, uh, but you're floating on saltwater and it's dense enough that you actually float and you feel like there's no stress on your body. Like there's no weight. Uh, there's no sound. There's no uh, light. Nothing. It's complete sensory deprivation. And the first time I did it, I was having like I've seen like these flashes of colors that I thought they were like putting on the tank. And I got out. And I told the lady, I was like, "That's pretty cool with those colors." And I was like, "Well, how do you guys do that in there?" And she was like, "We don't do that." And I was like, "Oh, I was just tripping balls." Cool, 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 cool. That's pretty awesome. Uh, yeah, that's like uh, Darius on Atlanta, right? Like <laughs> in the, the, the series finale that episode, right? <laughs> That's not like the Aaron Rodgers shit. Now that I have like a a, a medical uh, excuse to do other things, I really want to go back in a float tank now. I want to yes. I want to load up and then go in a float tank. This oh wait, the awesome, shit they did with Eleven? Yes, the the stuff they did with Eleven in Stranger Things. Yes. Oh, exactly perfect. I don't, yeah, I know what you're talking about now. <laughs> I was like, that sounds like the shit they did to Eleven. Jamie, call me Joe Rogan. <laughs> All right, uh, Scott, uh, it's it's playoff time. We got to start this show off here. Uh, let's talk a little baseball. Here's the pitch. Oh, shit. Playoff started today. Um, my team's not in it. Collapsed at the end of the year. Like the Reds are. <laughs> yeah, they didn't really collapse. They just ran out of gas. Like, I mean. Isn't that the same thing? No, um, no. I mean, like they were, they were a little bit ahead of time, ahead of schedule anyway. Like the Reds weren't supposed to make this run, so like I just think they ran out of gas, and then they didn't do anything at the trade deadline. So, I mean, they almost still pulled it off. But when it came down to like the three teams that were fighting, when it was like the Cubs, the Reds, and the Marlins, and even throwing the Diamondbacks in there, when those four teams were like fighting for those last spots. Everybody was like, the Reds have the easiest schedule out of all these teams. Easiest schedule <laughs> for the Reds. They had the Pirates. They had the uh, Guardians and the Cardinals to end the season. That was their last eight games, and I think they won like three of them. It was rough, dude. Uh, but your boys make it. You get the the first round by. You, you, know, you feeling good? You feeling great? Like, 
This feels I mean, wide open, right? This this playoff series, this playoff seems very wide open to me. Oh, I'm still as nervous as ever, man. Like it's baseball. <laughs> I I was sitting there thinking about it the other day, and everybody was talking about like just all the way the pitching is set up for all the teams. Pretty much, it seems like everybody's like, man, it's nice if you got two starters. I'm like, dude. I watched a bunch of playoff games where the Braves went into the into the playoffs with three fucking future Hall of Famers, and it didn't goddamn matter. So <laughs> I, I'm not worried about like, like how many guys you got to get. It's like you just got to go out there and find a way to fucking win games. That's it. Like this this time of year with baseball, like all the kind of conventional rules are out the window. Like I love playoff baseball because everything's just super super hyper aggressive it's like up oh, guys in trouble if he gets like two guys on base in the first There's, that's like a huge <laughs> rally it's like and you're i mean you feel it too you like in the regular season you're like ah shit uh, it's, a, it's a quick start i uh, get a double play here get out of it it's fine i'm not worried about this. this is the first fucking inning we got two and a half more hours of this two singles in the first happen in the playoffs and you're like oh shit <laughs> they gotta get somebody up man fuck it's like <laughs> Like, like somebody get get out there and settle them down. It's in the van, guys. Like, oh my god, is he gonna get out of this? We can't, we can't handle this. We can't deal with this. We don't have enough arms to be deal going into the pen in the first inning. Like, it's like DefCon six for everything. I mean, like Royce Lewis hit that that home run in the first inning for the Twins, and it was like, oh shit, here go the Twins, y'all. <laughs> Uh, Matt Barr saying playoff baseball is nothing but tight buttholes. Seriously, the whole time. dude. Even when you have like the quote unquote favorite team or, you know, the Braves are the one seed. I don't feel any better than I ever have about any of these playoffs. And I, I feel fine now. <laughs> Ask me just before fucking that game starts when I'm my hands are sweating. I was I'm gonna say you feel fine now because you know you don't have to do <laughs> yes to the NLPS. You got nothing to do right now except just sit back and watch. Just be like, well, let's see who we get. Who's who's coming? Who's coming to town? Because not only like you got the home field advantage, number one seed, you like home field throughout best. Well, and here's how wild this thing is now. The the winner that the Braves are gonna face is. An NL East opponent. They yeah. face the Phillies and the Marlins. So it's like, oh, cool. The teams that they play the most, get them again. So this should be easy. You got to be looking. You got to be hoping for the Marlins, right? With how. Oh, 100%. Are you kidding me? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> every time, every time you're sitting there looking at the easiest path. I never uh, fuck all that. Uh, we want to get the Phillies. We want revenge for them. No, fuck that shit. I don't want to see the Phillies until next April. Fuck that shit. Caesar, do you feel that way when your teams are in the playoffs? Because there are those people out there that are like, no, to be the best, you got to beat the best. I don't give a shit. Bring on anybody. I'll take on anybody. I don't care who we're playing. Bring on anybody. As a fan, I'm right there with Scott where I'm like, give me the easiest path. I want want them to have to reshuffle every time because I got a lower seed that made it through somehow. Like, I want the breeziest path through in a title. Don't give a shit. Is that how you feel, Caesar? My shit's delayed, but yeah, I don't give a fuck who the fuck we play. I just want to win. I want to be able to call your team a bunch of bitches and be like, y'all fucking suck, and you can't tell me shit back because I'm a fucking champ. I don't give a fuck if we're playing the St. Jude's team of sure children. Whoever, I don't give whoever, a fuck who get, we play. whoever gets there, goddammit, it's like, oh, well, you, you can only play the games. Like, Marlins, I guess they were better than the Phillies this year. Well, I have to go take care of business against the Marlins. Tough titties. 
we got to keep a running tally because so far Caesar has thrown out Sacagawea State and St. Jude's School of Georgia. That was the other. <laughs> <laughs> I thought he said school, school of, of children. children. Yeah, he said school, school of children. children. Yes, yes, yes. That was just like, did he? We can play the UNICEF, like African orphans for all I care. UNICEF, <laughs> like I'm, we, I need my team to beat their ass. Like, I don't care. Yeah, hell yeah. I really don't is. care. That is amazing, Caesar. So uh, yeah, he's Gabe, on the- out, No, yeah, go go pan back to me. I don't care if I'm delayed. It's- Gabe out here saying, I would. I don't have access. I need you guys to put that shit on the screen. I got you. My Notre Dame schedules beat the best, bro. Yup, fucking Duke. And Ohio State. Ohio State's your best fucking game. Great. Congrats. You lost. I played Bama. Uh, they also, Notre Dame also plays USC coming up here. That's a, that's a pretty tough one. Yeah, you haven't played that yet. Uh, I Don't bring that up yet. Okay. All right. Cool. Yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm picking and choosing. Sarah's saying we need these university shirts. I think that's a great idea, Sarah. We need to. We need to make these school shirts uh, and sell them on the site. Sacagawea State and St. Jude School for Children. UNICEF uh, African Orphans. UNICEF African. I don't feel comfortable putting that one on a shirt, man. Saskatchewan State one was one two weeks ago, too. Black. Okay, that's crazy. <laughs> I just said the name. <laughs> Race card. Taylor's back. Is amazingly sounding delicious beers. Jesus. Oh Christ. no. What's he got now? Oh, found my beer. A 450 North Brewings banana split, a 5.3% smoothie style sour ale with banana, strawberry, milk, chocolate, vanilla ice cream, Jesus vanilla cream, Christ. and sweet cherries would fuck so bad. God, that sounds amazing. <laughs> that sounds so good. That sounds amazing. Uh 450 North is pretty close to here too, Scott. I think they're is just a, I think they're just across the border in Indiana. They do like a corn maze every year and like it's a beer festival inside the corn maze. So you can go to really? like once you make it to the middle, there's all these different tents that you can then uh drink their beers. Yeah, they're huh. man. I know a lot of have to make that trip. 50 North. Um, all right, Scott, looking at the bracket, the NL side of the bracket. Looks fairly decent, right? You got the Braves in the one seed, the Dodgers in the two seed. Like those are, Mm -hmm. you would expect those teams to be there. Um, Three seed is the Brewers out of the central. Uh, And then to your point, you got the four and the five seed are the two NL East teams with the Marlins and the Phillies and the Diamondbacks get into that last wild card. On the AL side of the bracket, what the hell is going on over here, man? Like, what happened to the American League? Like, you got Houston, who has become like a perennial power, but they're the two seed behind Baltimore. You've got the Orioles dude, as the the one Houston, seed. Houston almost didn't make the playoffs, dude. It's crazy. They, like the last week of the season, they were still fighting to get in. Going into the last series of the season, if they had lost out. They wouldn't have made it in, dude. Like that's how crazy the AL is. So they they almost Shout didn't out Lamar Jackson they lost in Baltimore. Out, they didn't. They wouldn't have made it, but instead they're the they won the division. <laughs> yeah, and they, that's a, that's the that's the greatest thing about baseball. They could have either not been in or the two seed. It's fucking wild, man. Fucking wild. Uh, but then you also have uh, the series going on in the wild card right now is the Twins and the, the Blue Jays. And to your point, Scott, the Twins won today uh, their first play. 18 game losing streak broken. 18 games. Dude, the last time they won, There's we were no in college. We we're sophomores. We we're sophomores. Holy shit. It's got to be a fan great. of one of those teams, right? Like, it's got to suck dick to be a fan of a team like that. 
Well, like, and I mean, it's the playoffs and the, then just well, suck. Yes, well, it yeah, does. Caesar, I can tell you. Yes, it sucks. It sucks very, very bad to be but a fan of the Twins, like especially on that this this streak. It was like every single time, Twins versus Yankees, and every single fucking time, it'd be like, man, this is it. The Twins got to do it this time. Like on on paper, they were they had better teams a few times, and every single time, fucking swept. And you're just like, damn, dude, again. I know they were happy that the fuck. Sounds I mean, like it's talking about the Undertaker when you say the streak. Like again, this motherfucker won again. Well, I mean, that, that, seriously, it's hard to have an eighteen game playoff loss like like streak like 18 fucking games and you're guaranteed to play at least two each time you get in like whoo that's rough rough. that's real rough i thought the the red streak of not being able to get out of the first round was bad enough but at least they won games right yeah there was at least wins that you didn't get swept out every they did get no hit ones that was embarrassing as shit but they didn't get swept (laughs) out okay like that's that's rough you know what's Um, more embarrassing than getting no hit in like the first or second round of the playoffs getting no hit in the world series yeah yeah. fuck you philadelphia sex of shit <laughs> fuck that fuck Philadelphia because they're the ones who no hit the Reds in the, in the play. Oh yeah, fuck them even more. They have a fucking statue of a fictional character, bro, and not even a cool one. <laughs> it was cool maybe in the eighties. Fuck out of here, bro. Wait a second, hold on. I gotta push back on this. You Rocky's not cool in your no, eyes. No, he is. No, he is. I just hate okay. the city of Philadelphia. All right, that's fair. If he was from like uh, fucking Denver, he'd be fire. <laughs> Wait, so is it time to talk about the Schwarberger now? And yeah, I was gonna say since, since we're talking, we're talking um, we should probably bring up the Schwarberger. Um, all right, so this monstrous concoction uh was created. We were talking about this before the show, Scott and I were that like it's become a thing that teams are just like creating playoff menus. Like they're they're saving stuff, and then in the playoffs, they're like, by the way, here's some new menu items that we have. So they created the Schwarberger in Philadelphia uh, to honor Kyle Schwarber, I guess. Uh, but this is what this thing looks like. <laughs> guys, oh. guys, this is eat that in a baseball onion game, ring, guys. An Come onion on. ring, the top of a bun, an onion ring, another onion ring. Then you have bacon. Then you have a half pound burger patty. Then you have brisket. And then you have the bottom bun. How do you physically like my question is, how do you physically eat this thing? Like you have to take the onion rings off, right? That's step one. Dude, I mean, you, you I was going to say the first, the, the one on top of the bun is unnecessary. That's such bullshit. Like and that almost charging looks, you $4. It for almost it. looks accidental. Uh, Caesar, you're you, like, you, what? They're charging you how much for this? No, I'm telling you, they're charging you $4 alone for the fucking top onion ring. Oh, right. Oh, it's, yeah, this, yeah. For those guys, say that, that burger, I bet you, is $22, $26. No, it's probably fucking $33. Shout out Larry Bird. Scott with the Price is Right rules. It is $23.12. Oh, shout out Jordan. Jordan. <laughs> Dude, I, I knew it was running around there. So it's like, but irregardless of that, like, you're honestly, full for the whole day, though. You're yeah. full for, yeah. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, you're not eating. Yeah, you're not eating for the whole day after that. But, I mean, honestly, I'm struggling to eat it. If you take it all the way down to to the bun, both bun pieces, and just the bacon with the fucking brisket and the burger. Like, that right there. The two patties and the bun, like, is tough to deal with. 
So like every all of the onion rings, I guess, are just on the side. Maybe that's what they want. Like maybe they're figuring that you will take off the onion rings and then you're just gonna press that down on top of the bacon with the okay, cubers. But if so, you know, double, but I, I don't know, man. Like that's if you're gonna take really the onion rings thing. off, why put them on in the first place? Hey, hey, next there's the, none. The there's the absolutely no absurd. fucking purpose. Yeah, it's I, just I, it's just for the spectacle. You, it really okay. is like. Uh, there's no way that a, a person can actually eat this thing as constructed no. it, the bun from the top onion ring to the bottom bun. It's six feet, 10 inches tall. There is no way that a, a normal human can eat this. Uh, as a matter of fact, Rex a million said it right, where he said, you have to unhinge your jaw all shaggy and Scooby <laughs> style. And Sarah said, Oh, so Canadians can eat it. Oh, that's well crazy. done, Sarah. That's a good joke. <laughs> Whitey's saying it's a cartoon burger. It really does feel like that. Like there yeah. is, first of all, dude, if you take off the brisket and the onion rings and you just have that patty, yeah, that's a big, that's ass, a big ass burger. burger. <laughs> that's a big burger, man. It if is. You the burger and the bacon, that's a big ass burger. But yeah. you have the the brisket in there too this is unreal but then to unreal. caesar's point too so they do that and i'm guessing you don't get anything on the side of this so the onion rings essentially are your side you get three fucking onion rings to eat with this do you need more look at it's just the principle of they really just threw what would be on the side of the plate. But if you got just a regular double burger somewhere and you're like, and let me get onion rings on the side, they would give you more than three. So they're fucking you. Have you ever had a burger that had a different style of meat on it? Like you're just getting a brisket burger where the meat itself it, well, is brisket. Not, not too different. Types. Exactly. Like, Have yeah, you ever that, had a burger weird. with a piece of brisket under? No. It's not great. The textures are all fucked up. I was just going to so, say, I don't know how that would work. Like, so I, you, me, in my opinion, they're fucking wasting that dry ass brisket the way it is. Maybe it's the Texan me that's getting pissed off with the way that brisket looks. So <laughs> you take off the bottom bun, you take off the brisket and you just fucking leave the burger bun with the bacon and the onion. And you squeeze the bitch. <laughs> and then <laughs> and then you take off the top one and now you have a little onion ring with your little piece of brisket and now it's more palatable and you have a snack for in the fucking seventh inning with the brisket and the onion ring in all seriousness though, oh, guys, also like, also I, like eating this at a baseball game how big of a pain in the ass is this thank to eat you. in your lap <laughs> thank you like i can't eat I can't eat a hot dog without mustard landing on my shirt somewhere. Can you imagine me sitting in them little ass seats with big ass fucking dudes next to me cramping over me while I'm trying to eat no. this gigantic burger? Like there, this is absurd. Also, absurd. Also, also thinking about where this is. And I just heard an interview with somebody the other day. They're talking about the playoff atmosphere in Philadelphia last last year. And they said people stood the entire game. So they're trying to sell this in Philadelphia to people who are standing into super sports fans of the game. Who's eating? Like when and how are they eating this? Oh, this like an game. in the stands of a playoff game. Yeah, seriously, this is what you would eat at the A's game. It'd be like, well, yeah, I mean, you've got like the seat in front of you, the seat behind you, the seats left, the right of you. You got all this space to eat this fucking monstrosity at the Phillies game during the goddamn playoffs. There's you're the asshole who shows up to his seat with this fucking thing. Guys, I think I figured it out. This is their game plan. You can't throw batteries at Santa Claus if you've got this thing in your hands. So they're like, this is our way to calm the fans down. They can't have a riot if both hands are filled with this six foot tall uh, burger. 
I'm gonna laugh if Jazz Chisholm gets hit in the back of the head with a piece of brisket. <laughs> Chisholm, take this shit. You eat this shit pregame, right? Like when they have that ceremonial first pitch and all that shit. You eat this <laughs> never, like never at a baseball game. Like, I want to try it now. That's the this thing. This is an impossible. Like, yeah, I want to try it, but I want to try it at my kitchen table, not at a baseball game in a seat. Like but they don't have like patios at these stadiums. Standing sure. to eat this would still be a pain in the ass. Yeah. Like no matter where you're at, like this is a sit down burger, period. But not in a stadium seat in your lap. Like this is a sit at a table burger. Why don't they have I like like fruity smoothies or some like, shit? This has to be at just a single concession stand, right? Like this isn't available at all of the concession stands. Oh, like, no. like the guy who's scooping in the popcorn and like getting the hot dogs off the roller and then they're like by the way give me the two-ton burger and he's Schwar like oh, burger. damn it all right here we go i need a Schwar burger tell him we're out of brisket god damn man it's like i'm making this thing <laughs> the amount of times at my fucking job or like oh like we forgot something you, oh, you just yeah, hear me in the yes. back going fuck <laughs> Why the Dude. fuck do you want new fucking gummies? They work all the same. You fucking stupid bitch. So there I go. Get the fucking gummies and go uh, back dude. out. Are I've these worked- the right gummies, ma'am? Uh, I've worked concessions, dude. Always with the, the, the special orders of the bullshit things. Like at the last minute. Like, get the fuck out of here. You're ordering that shit. It is why the milkshake machine never works at McDonald's, y'all. I mean, in case you ever wondering, it's just they just straight don't Or why McDonald's only takes it. cash after fucking midnight. It's all about. <laughs> yeah, dumbasses. Bro, it's cash. Just count <laughs> it pisses me off so much. I'm fucking starving after work, and I'm like, "Hey, no más estamos tenemos casher, bro. Fuck off. I place an order through the app. Just give me the order. <laughs> like it's not that hard. I, I I know it's on your screen. I see it right there. One quarter pounder, one ten piece nuggets. In the Put it in the bag, Jimmy. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> oh my god, dude. And I hate being assholes to them, but I'm like, bro, I placed the order 30 minutes ago. Like it should be cold by now. why is it not ready speaking of that jb said if you let that brisket and onion rings go cold you might as well not yeah take it home and put it in an air fryer by the time you get like halfway through that burger it's not worth it anymore yeah man that's what i'm saying like they really are getting you for 20 bucks sarah with the correct take uh that i can't believe none of us came across the math doesn't work. I have two hands. This burger requires two hands. How will I hold my beer? <laughs> Great take, Sarah. Hold it. Uh, that's why hot dogs are the preferred baseball. How many fucking... And then here's my, my other thing. When they give you these types of fucking burgers or monstrosities at these places, they want to hand you this shit. They hand you this burger. It'll be in the, the world's smallest tub, a tub just enough, big enough to hold the fucking burger, all stacked up. So you're walking away like, uh, shit, trying not to spill this fucking thing, right? And then they like, napkins are over there, or they put one <laughs> fucking napkin underneath it. You're like, bitch, I need an entire sleeve that you get out of the box of napkins for this burger. Do you see this fucking thing? I'm going to have to move parts around, and then with every bite, there's going to be juices and shit everywhere. <laughs> give me a box of napkins for this fucker. Just, or just give me a big, giant wet towel. Like This, this should come with a, a Philly's playoff <laughs> towel that you soaked in water. 
like ready to go for me with this fucking twenty dollar burger. Fuck. <laughs> that would be awesome. Seeing dudes with just wet towels draped around their necks while they're carrying yeah, they're carrying the burger, giant, giant burger, and just like <laughs> trying to deal with it. So there you go. If you're in Philadelphia uh, for this series against, get you the, a Schwarber burger. Go order a Schwarber. Also, right? know that the the worker hates you for ordering. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> And poor guy's just there trying to raise money for his kid's school. And, and so now he's dude, got I'm just trying grill. to get some extra hours here in the playoffs. Fuck, man. I'm not trying. To... Who authorized the Schwarberger? We didn't have this all season. I worked every Saturday during the summer just to make some extra weekend catch. I come in here for these playoff games and I got to learn how to make this Schwarberger. Fuck this. And you know, the chef that created it is very picky about how that gets made, too. He's oh, like, sure. You got to do this exact exactly right. Instruction. It's Every and you've got one. like these dudes out here who are just like scooping nachos all day long that are now they have to mind a brisket in the back <laughs> of the ballpark that are like, I don't fucking know if it's, I don't man, I don't give it. I'm high as fuck. I don't know. This is A or eat it or don't. Oh I don't care. God, also, this is absolutely one of those things where the picture looks totally different than the burger because you know oh, damn God, well it didn't come you know like damn that. well you order this at the stadium that brisket is like this thin the burger is like a, a smash patty there's like broken pieces of bacon and the onion rings are all over the place there's there's no way this burger actually looks like this. them onion rings are them soggy ones that you get they're actually really thin <laughs> so it's like it's easy to get three in there they're like well yeah the picture of the burger you're never getting that burger done why but could the they be in a smash hand you? It's just, you know, it's not that big of a deal. You just push that. <laughs> hey, by the way, speaking of fucking crazy ass foods, guess what we found out today? The McRib is coming back after they said they retired that shit, oh. baby. Is that shit even good? Yes. Oh, shit. Now we need to hold on. Hold on, Scott, before you say anything about I know. The, the last time I said this, this was like the Mexican pizza. Again, no, you bro. Sure the Caesar has no, it. Well, you gotta, no, it's Caesar. You got to no. taste this to make room, bro, my friend. no. The Mexican pizza is a fucking abomination to even fake Mexicans. Okay, fine. Okay, bro. fine. And, okay, so so I'm black. And the McRib, I guess, if that's a if that's an offensive thing to you Mexicans, the McRib should technically be offensive to my people. I'm black. a Texan. It should be offensive to me. Okay, fine. But I need you to have it. We need a Caesars McRib review on the show. You hear that crowd? So let's get the GoFundMe going crazy. I'll drop my cash app. Y'all send me 50 cents each. Dude, it's like Here, I'll buy you a McRib. I'll buy you, I'll buy you two McRibs. All right? Yeah, I'm feeling generous. Okay? They usually Jesus have Christ. the special when they drop it. It's like you get This guy's about five. to drop his cash app for the dollar menu at McDonald's. Not just that. Not just that. Hey, last weekend was the first weekend I went negative. Mind you, I'm up like 500 okay. units in the first three seasons. I mean, first three weeks. Sesame.com for your, your player prop picks. I'm just saying. And that doesn't mean that I can pay for the McRib by myself. I still need the crowd's help. He's not liquid, is what he's saying. It's all. It's all <laughs> yeah, it's, it's not liquid. It's not liquid. It's not liquid. It paid, it paid bills. It paid, I, got it, I got it in front of some bills I had to take care of. I didn't want to have to pay interest on some shit. So oh, shit. I decided to do the responsible thing and take care of some shit. <laughs> Oh, well done. All right, we are going to get a Caesar McRib review live on the show one of these weeks. Uh, we'll, we'll have to make that happen. Let's talk some football, fellas. Yeah. Oh, shit, the Bears suck. Oh, they're so bad. Oh, my God. <laughs> God oh, my God. Damn. 
Like, it was crazy because last year it was like, well, maybe Fields turned a corner. Maybe the Bears aren't going to be that MVP talk. And, and they're talking about, like, the Bears maybe being first or second in the uh, in the, the Central. And here they are just – North. Uh, North, sorry. I, I'm still in baseball mode. And here enough. they are just dog shit. Just there you go. Dog. As it's bad as now, ever. It's to the point now that they are talking about the Bears drafting Caleb One and – and Marvin Harrison Jr. One and two, <laughs> dude. One and two. And they're bad enough to be one and two. And you're like, yeah, but they need so much. That ain't even going to help them. Like, they should probably trade away one of those picks and stockpile some more. Because they need, like, an entire team overhaul. Like, it's not just Fields. The team is devoid of talent almost completely. Nah, DJ Moore is good. Roshan no, Dunham I know. They've big. got a handful of guys. But other than that... Like in DJ Moore, like he's good, but I mean, he's not like lighting up the world, even on like a great team. Like, I mean, he's, he's a really good receiver, but that's it. Brent, like they've got a handful of guys and the the rest are just awful. Brent from 1420 with the correct take here. The bears would have to improve to suck. That's how bad that team is. They are so, so bad, man. Uh, And I don't know like what is it? Bears are so bad. They're going to trade up with themselves. (laughs) Like the Braves, the the bears have traded from two (laughs) into the first spot. We, we, this is unprecedented. We've never, never seen this in the draft before. We're not, we're not sure. That. We're not sure what the Bears gave themselves to move up to the number one. I can spot. see them doing that just because they don't know who to take at number one, so they trade with themselves and switch places <laughs> to reset the to clock. get reset the <laughs> clock. <laughs> that would be hilarious if at the end they're like they had months going into their number one, and yet they still need another ten minutes. What do you think? I would do it just to fuck with Roger, just to see what Roger would do if you turned in the card that was like the, the, we've the Bears. <laughs> Traded their selection to the Bears. <laughs> the, the Bears are now on the clock. And then after they make that pick, it's like, okay, the Bears the are, Bears are on the clock again. again. <laughs> They're oh, bad, shit. man. It's real bad. Um, Caesar, you you've got feelings about my team, about Joey Burrow, because speaking of bad, the Bengals look rough dude it's not oh yeah this fun. is where my question comes in it's not right. fun he so he looks bad but we know joey is good right he's nasty he's just hurt so this is i was taking a shit and i was like mitch and i was like <laughs> he's got good receivers his o-line's trash and he's good and the defense is all right what if they fucking took panay sewell instead of jamar chase do we still have him with all these injury issues so if you go, if you could Obviously, hindsight's 2020, right? But if you go back to that draft, do you take Panay Sewell over Jamar Chase? Or do you still take Jamar Chase? Uh, I still take Jamar Chase. Uh, the reason why I say that is because they made it to the Super Bowl with Jamar Chase. And yes, Burrow's line has been terrible. Agreed. But his injuries happened before they would have been able to draft Sewell. So he, he blew out his knee his rookie year when they would not have drafted Sewell. Uh, and then he got hurt this year in a non-contact way during training camp so in any case that draft doesn't impact his injury stat like he's still hurt the exact same amount whether yeah, but he's getting rushed like a motherfucker those quarterback pressures is crazy dude it's like going it went Didn't like he in reverse camp yeah, he, he got hurt in non-contact. Right, it was, like it, was it was non-contact. non-contact. He just oh, yeah. Ate. So I mean, like, and like I know we consider like. Uh, 
once upon a time you took the offensive linemen in today's NFL, like Jamar Chase was the correct answer, like every time. And it's not just like it's also it's not just like today's NFL and how the quarterback position has evolved and stuff. It's how the rules have changed to protect yes. the quarterback. Like it's not well and and benefit receivers with the way that defensive backs can't cover. So like right. you take the wide receiver. Yeah, fuck you, have, Taylor Swift. They have all the advantages. Like it's an easy call, especially if you have a quarterback that's somewhat mobile like just able to extend somewhat you don't even have to have like a lamar jackson who's a threat to run no you just have a quarterback who can move the pocket who can extend the play and give your wide receivers an extra half a second that's all you need so the problem isn't that the line is i mean don't get me wrong the problem is the, the, the line is bad but the real problem is that burrow's calf hurts and he can't do what he's been able to do the last two years. That's the the issue. And I know people are going to be like, oh, there he is. Uh, Burrow's hurt, and that's why the Bengals suck. Like, I get it. I understand that it, it sounds like I'm You can't look at Burrow over the last two years and then look at him what he's done in these past four weeks and say that's the same guy. There's no way you fall off that dramatically unless you're hurt. Except except for the haters who wanted and wished it. Like, oh yeah, see, uh, Bengals. Uh, They paid that money. Like, I my argument is that like he's playing so poorly and it's so clear that he's not healthy that you just signed him to that deal. Just shut him the fuck down. I don't think y'all needed Jamar Chase. There's no reason Tyler Boyd. That's my that's my argument for Penisul. But that's that doesn't matter in this case. Like that that like that does not matter if he was there or Burrow still hurt. Like Burrow got hurt in a non-contact drill in 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 the preseason. Like shit happens. I, I, I don't know why you would not want Jamar Chase when you could have him. Like, over the long haul, yeah. I mean, it, it's not going to work out because you're not going to be able to pay all of them. But when you have that tiny window, you just stack up assets. Right. You get Like, I wish the Niners would have done that instead of picking for need and, and would have taken fucking C.D. Lamb in that fucking draft. They could have had him like two or three times, but it was like, oh, well, we don't necessarily need a wide receiver. We or need Jamar, or, Jamar, not, or like, Justin Jefferson. <laughs> well, no, they couldn't have taken him. He got picked before their slot. But like CeeDee Lane was still there. Here's the thing, too. Like, no, this is no. what people don't understand. Jettas went after CDB. I see JB in yeah, the chat talking about Penny Sewell because the Lions got Sewell and he's saying from the beginning that they should have taken Sewell. Here's what people don't understand. If the Bengals had taken Sewell, he would have blown out his knee in the first game and he never would have been the same after that. They did that once before. They took Jonah. What the fuck was that? That Ooh. lineman from Alabama, Jonah. Uh, he played like Jonah Hill, <laughs> but they took Jonah Williams. He got hurt and then he was never the same guy again. That dude was supposed to be like the left tackle of the future for the Bengals. And he hasn't, he's been released. Like it's not, that's how this organization goes. Sewell, yes, you could look back and you could say, oh, they should have drafted Sewell and look what Sewell's done in Detroit and blah, blah, blah. You never know if that's how that happens because he could have gotten rolled up on and never been the same guy. And now you're stuck with no chase and no Sewell. So fuck it. Like you might as well roll the dice and see what happens. I, I just don't like, I feel like Burrow, if Burrow didn't get hurt in the preseason, this probably nobody's talking about this at all. 
I, I feel like that. Yeah, no, this is no doubt about it. And I like back in the day again, different time and way. Like it's now, it's all about like stacking up the the best possible players. And and Jamar Chase was just the better player, like overall at his position, regardless of need. Like you just are supposed to take like as long as it's not a quarterback you're not taking another quarterback when you're like patrick Mahomes or whatever like if the chiefs found themselves in a situation to take a quarterback they're not doing that okay fine but when you're talking about like the skill position players if they're there and they're available and it's between them and you know like an offensive lineman you just take the skill position player and then figure out the other shit like yeah yeah it's 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 almost become because it used to be that the the skill position players were the ones you picked up in your free agency and you signed that big name free agent. Yeah, yeah. But you build up your line, you build up the trenches, and that's how you built the team. That's not the case anymore, dude. Look at no. Miami. Miami's got Waddle and Hill, and that's all they they Waddle and Hill make Tua look like a really good quarterback this year. Like Tua is looking like a, a star. Waddle and Hill are on pace to break Calvin Johnson's single season receiving record. Both of them, because all they do is they just run past the defense and Tua heaves ones down there. There was a play I saw this weekend where Tua, it was something popped up on my timeline where Tua literally asked Hill after a touchdown pass, what route did you run? He doesn't even know what they're running. He just sees them fucking streaking down the field. And he's like, ah, oh, there's, there's Hill wide open up. Oh, there's Waddle wide open. Like it's crazy what a solid wide receiver can do for a somewhat competent quarterback in today's league. So Caesar, to answer your question, no, I, I think Jamar Chase is still the correct choice. Although now I'm a little worried because Jamar's out here after losses to the Titans after getting I'm always fucking open. <laughs> yeah, he's, after, he's going on, like he he met Chad this past week with that red yeah. honor and shit went to his head. I was like, no, Jamar, don't be that guy, dude. Come on, chill. Nah, he looked hard as shit doing it too. He got the chrome hearts on, the little hat and the jacket. I respect yeah. it. Hey, you keep complaining, my boy. Um, I drafted you for a reason. Keep studying on these fucking pitches. Keep complaining, my boy. No, it's it's an even worse look when it's again like this your college quarterback like you guys are supposed to be boys like doing that little hey. snipey bullshit and he knows he knows what's going on like he's not even unfamiliar to the situation like you know being on some old ah I'm a, i was open i'm not fucking open as you should be you're fucking da -da -da. it's i believe in you my boy right like this this dynamic is weird because if you start to stack up all the things that have happened like when when they were talking about maybe burrow wouldn't play in that week three game uh, because he wasn't hundred percent. Jamar was out here. Like I told Joe, don't play. If you're not hundred percent, don't play. And yeah. now he's out here saying, I'm always open. Like, is there tension between Burrow and chase? Because no, I think it's more so Taylor and chase. Well, okay. In that case, I'm team chase all the way. Fucking get Zach Taylor the fuck out of town. Like, listen, yeah, Zach, it was, it, you, you, but that's Carrie. been the case for a while now. We knew when right. they went to the Super Bowl, it was all Joe. That's that's why this is so like kind of silly in the big picture. Because it's like, look, that guy didn't go anywhere just because of calf injury. Like he's just not healthy. He'll be fine, and we know what Joe is capable of. He took fucking incompetent ass head coach with him to the Super Bowl. Dragged his ass to the Super Bowl. Zach Taylor's not a good head coach. So if there's any contention there, Zach Taylor got to fucking go. He he should already be gone to be perfect. He should be. Uh, I've I'm on the I'm on the side of let's put Burrow on the IR, 
sit him out tank this year. It's Will done. they fire it's, Zach Taylor for that, though? Fire Zach Taylor, hire Eric Bieniemy, win the fucking or Ben Super Johnson next year. Uh, like that. Ben Johnson's a great coach. By the way, Gabe pointing out Caesar, we got fantasy talk from you. The streak continues. Dude, it's fucking <laughs> football season. What do you expect, my boy? Come on. Man. <laughs> hey, Osama bin Laden, two and two. We're coming back. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. We're terrorizing the league, baby. Let's go. Wait, 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 wait. What was your team name again? Osama bin Madden. Bin Madden. <laughs> yeah. Jesus. So, uh, Scott, did you watch any of the Toy Story broadcast? Because I put that shit on for the kids. Kieran watched the entire game. He would run into the room and tell me the score. He was like, Dad, Jaguars just scored again. Like, he was 100% into this game. Every minute of it. Uh, He was glued to the TV. This is exactly what the NFL wanted was to get the young kids interested in watching football. That kid will not sit down and watch football with me. He refuses to watch football. He'll watch for a little bit. He'll purposely cheer against whoever I want to win. Uh, just to be dick. <laughs> what a dog. And, and Let's runs, go. Like, dude, no joke. He, he will sit there and he'll be like, Daddy, who do you want to win? And I'm like, I, I kind of want the Falcons to win this one. He's like, go Jaguars. I'm like, you little Yes, sir. He knows I got Trevor Lawrence on my team. Uh, but uh, yeah, he loved every minute of this broadcast. Did you watch any of it, Scott? No. <laughs> the but okay. highlights go I, I've got a new I've got a new segment I'd like to debut here uh, oh, in light of this in light oh, of this in what light of doing? this I conversation I don't have graphics I don't know that's fine it's fine it's a brand new one I came up with a couple hours ago it's called hold this L <laughs> I'm going to hold this L <laughs> because if you are part of the Facebook group you might have seen me um post Trash. something in the group and and and, and shit on, on this Toy Story thing. But here's the thing. I actually old man the shit out of this. Because I thought. Oh, I no, was just no. shitting. I was just shitting on the fact that I thought that. The Jaguars and Falcons were going to be wearing the Toy Story jerseys. Oh, that no. they showed at the promo. Not that they were doing an entirely like computer generated and Toy Story animation style broadcast. I had no fucking clue. I was sitting there we railing against it. it. We talked about the broadcast. Okay, then that. But that's why. That's why the. Okay, but that's why the promo threw me off because the way they they presented the promo, it's just. Oh, here's fucking Sunshine wearing this Woody Styles jersey, and here's Bijan wearing this toy or Buzz jersey. And I was like, wait a minute. I, they're wearing just like themed jerseys of these characters in the game. Like, this has gone too far. Like, what no, the fuck? We is talked this? About, we this talked isn't about this last week on the show because JB said the NHL tried something like this and it was terrible. Like, we discussed they're going to animate it and what is happening on the field. They're live anime. I think you even said, how are they even able to live animate it? Like, there's got to be a delay. Like, I remember this all now. I forgot it was Toy Story. <laughs> like, I'm telling you, I'm holding this L because I old man the fuck out of this whole thing. And I realized about halfway through my crusade against, like, fighting against these jerseys that were never going to get worn. It was just for that promo that, oh, shit, they're doing this broadcast. But I couldn't say anything. <laughs> Ask Robert Taylor. Uh, I admitted to him on Sunday the air of my ways. 
but I kind of just ignored it. And then when I saw the, the actual broadcast post in the group, I was like, oh, shit. It wasn't them wearing these jerseys. It was this fucking simulcast broadcast. Oh, fuck. I old man this shit. Like, damn. <laughs> so I am holding this L. Hold that L. <laughs> <laughs> and this has been the first ever edition of Hold This L. Have you seen? Okay, so you didn't watch the broadcast because in your mind, I, well, I've like seen. Yeah, no, no, no. I have since seen like the replays and like how how they did it in the behind the scenes and everything. And I'm Dude. like, I actually was like, damn it! I wish I would have tuned in for this because it actually looked kind of cool. Because my kids, dude. Your kids remind me of my kids when I'm sitting there watching fucking baseball. And no matter how much they we play, we're at the damn fields all the time. Baseball will be on. They'll be paying attention to anything. But I tried to show them a, a fucking replay earlier of Jordan Montgomery diving off the pitcher's mound to catch a ball before it went out of butt off a butt. And they couldn't have been more disinterested. I was like, look at that. That's how you do play. Off, man. That's how you hustle. Like they want it. Like, look at how hard they're playing. Like, that's how hard you guys are looking at me. Like, Oh, that's cool. Like, fuck. But if it was in toy story, they'd be like, Oh, did you see fucking Woody dive off the mound? Holy shit. That was tense. Here's my question, though, for you guys, because this broadcast, if you haven't seen the highlights, go look them up because it is insane how accurate highlights, the crazy. animations were like they had they used player tracking. They used tracking in the ball like they had they have s- split screens where they showed you what was happening on the field and what was happening in the animation. And it's dead on balls accurate like it is the play fake the rollout. Uh, yes, Scott Sarah hit you with. <laughs> The old white man side of you came out. Thank you for owning it. Uh, I had to. <laughs> I, I, I was sitting there Sunday afternoon. Like, I didn't want to admit it. I, it took me forever to get up the courage to admit it to Robert Taylor, who was the first one who called me on. Oh, like, this is like. A, but I, again, I thought I was railing against just jerseys, not against this whole fucking broadcast. So that made me feel even dumber later. I'm like, shit, I was ran against something and I didn't even know That's what it actually amazing. was. That's so amazing. Uh, but here's what I want to know, guys. So with the accuracy of like the animation that they did, why are we still using the chain to determine first downs? Why can't we have a tracker in the ball that they're able to use to animate on the other side of the world, right? That game happened in London. And on this side of the world, they animated it using player tracking and tracking in the balls. And they were able to get it down to a T. And instead, we can't do the no- like we can't put a tracker in the ball and know when we're at the first down line or when we cross the goal line why did why are we still in 2023 not able to have this technology i was blown away that finally i saw a notre dame game where they had the camera in the first down stick so that you had like a down the line look from the like basically the pylon cam but in the stick and i was like improvement but we still could use a tracker in the ball so that you know if the ball goes in between the goalposts or you know you get the first down like there is no excuse after seeing that broadcast there's no excuse why we shouldn't have tracking in the balls now there should never be a question of where the ball went out of bounds on a punt there should never be a question of did that ball go over the goalposts and still make it inside or go outside. There's no reason anymore. They proved it. Disney proved that you can fucking put a tracker in the ball and everything will be fine. I don't, I don't get it now, fellas. Everything won't be fine, but it'll be a lot better. 
and I say everything won't be fine because the fucking dickheads in the Premier League, I don't know if you saw over the course of the weekend, fuck, they fucked over Liverpool. They had the video assistant referee who's no fucking good at his job. I'd be better VAR ref. Oh, I said I was redundant. Video assistant referee. The fucking dickhead. They review the play. My boy's onside. Oh, disallow it. Disallow it. Yeah, you fucking twat. That guy's fucking three yards behind what? the other guy. You start yourself. Incompetent people doing it. There are stupid little incompetent jobs. As I'm one of those people that works in a competent job. But still, I'm better than them. <laughs> I'm better than them. <laughs> Bro, like you're going to have some fucking dickhead who just learned how to use his fucking Google Pixel last week. And he's going to be like, oh, well, how do I work the fucking new chipped ball and chain? Uh, you just press this button, and you see it's if it passes it, it's a first down. If it doesn't, then it's well, you not don't a first get down. The 80, you don't get the eighty-year-old guy that's holding the chains right now to run the technology. Like that's step one. Oh no! Yeah, but guy. the NFL is gonna fucking do that. Why? Because if the most well, it's not the most, but if the greatest domestic soccer league doesn't, I mean, if they have old people doing it, then the NFL will too, because it's cheaper. Well, that's a fair point. It is cheaper. Uh, JB, the said, refs are part time. JB said they tried to put trackers in pucks. It didn't end well. You also told me that the NHL animation broadcast didn't end well. It went great for the NFL. The NFL is yeah, just better the, than the, the NHL. The size of I'm my sorry. dick. Like, the football's not, the size of my nothing, head. Yeah, it's nothing against you, JB. It's just that the NFL is they'll do better, better than the NHL. It's not it's financially ashamed of. Uh, Rex million said, probably if someone throws the ball 30 yards incomplete, it can mess up and say it was first down, but it was incomplete. That's why you have somebody that's, you still have a person, right? Yeah. I was going to say, we're not getting rid of refs and yeah, it's like, it's like robot empires, right? Like that's always the complaint and the argument against robot umpires is, well, what if it bounces and it goes into the strike zone and they call it a strike? Well, you still have a human there to be like, no. That was right. You can still have somebody be like, that was incomplete. It doesn't really matter. But I'm talking about you go to the robot on the close plays, like on the ones where it's like, wow, that was close. We need a measurement. Oh, actually, it was a half yard forward. So or uh, we need a replay and we're going to spend the next fucking 20 minutes dissecting this from 40 different angles and then be like, it was inconclusive. (laughs) Oh, shit. If you had a fucking chip in the ball and just had everything, we'd know instantaneously. It'd be like, no, yes, no, boom, we'd be done. Instead of jerking off with fucking replays for 20 minutes <laughs> you in know the what? most crucial moments and then just deciding, eh, well, you know what? Still can't tell. Fuck it. Call on the field stands. <laughs> they do it in tennis. Tennis has those fucking cool animations that when the yeah. ball goes in and out, like you can do it tracker. in the NFL. It's insane. It's arguably the best replay system in sports. I agree. Like, honestly, the, the way tennis does it is insane. And if tennis can do it in a ball that's the size of my fucking eyeball, why can't the NFL do it with the football the size of my head? Just put a tracker at both ends and one in the middle or even three. It shouldn't be that hard. Chips are, they weigh what? Fucking 0.001 of a pound? No. Like, it's not that hard, dude. Oh my Sarah God. said uh, you're paying two different systems now. OWGs are never going to pay for redundancies. That's a valid point. <laughs> That's a very valid point. Um, guys, I want to know, too, did you guys see how uh, David and Joku showed up to the Browns-Ravens game this Dude, week? Dude, he looked like fucking Bane. It was insane. <laughs> <laughs> Hard. He Hard. did. Hard. David and Joku showed up to the game. Now, he was ruled as out because of burns to his face. They said that there was an incident with, like, a fire pit or something in his kitchen, and he burned his face. So, when Joku 
came to the stadium. He was wearing a fur coat with no shirt on underneath. That's always a great move. It is a good look. It's a really good look to go. Go If you're in shape and you have a fucking crazy body like that, no homo. Sorry if I get fined for that. Shout out Joker. (laughs) But, dude, it's such a great look. Being fucking ripped and jacked like that off the fucking juice. I almost thought about hopping on fucking steroids after seeing. Oh, look at him, bro. He looks like it's it oh, is. He looks like a super villain uh rolling into the stadium. His mask is like just eye holes. There's like a very <laughs> faint like nose indentation. Uh but it's like fitted. It almost looks like a hard plastic mask like uh, th- but he looks evil. No shirt, uh fur coat. This dude looks like he is about to take Gotham. He looks hostage. like Bane. He looks like yes. uh, what the fuck? What is he, t- what is he telling me? You the were really raised in the though, darkness, Batman. The funny thing, uh, the funniest thing about this though is like he put this on like two minutes before the cameras captured him because it's oh, like there's no sure. way, there's no way you wore this for like you know driving to the arena or you know <laughs> getting a ride to the arena. Like you weren't rocking this. So they, these whole like uh showed up to the arena like crazy fits like this when they do weird shit like this. It's like wow, could it be any more of a fucking show if you tried? Like come on, man. Like I don't I, know. I don't know, really Scott. Happy. Now I love the idea of Njoku riding to the stadium in a convertible <laughs> wearing this outfit. Can you imagine pulling up at a red light in Cleveland and you look to your right and there's this guy staring back at Hell you? Hell no, I couldn't imagine being a bla- big black man in that mask driving anywhere in any part of this fucking country and pulling up at a red light next to someone. No, sir. Are you kidding me? I like to live. I choose life. So no, I could not imagine doing that. Hard pass. This mask looks like Njoku was ready to team up with Ben Affleck and Jeremy Renner to go rob a bank in the town. Like, that's yeah, like yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I mean, I'm not, I just, I'm not even racist, but I mean, if I looked over to my left and I saw a gigantic black man with this mask on. Next to me at a red light, I'm probably dialing nine and one and waiting until the light turns green and he drives off before I hit that other one. Like, uh, you might want to do something about this. Saw something really fishy. Rex a million said he should try that out for him. Fuck. Sarah pointing out rightfully though, but it's a white mask, Scott. So is that don't matter? goddamn matter? They see that big old black chest, and you're fucked. Oh, this I just saw an intimidating black man with a white mask on at the red light. Uh, I think you guys should probably do something about it. I I don't feel comfortable. Get your batons out or something. Turn your body cams off. Do what you do. Oh, that's crazy. <laughs> all right an hour and 14 minutes let's go ahead and mark that one down for us i hate watching those videos turn off the body cam okay Okay. (laughs) and our heroes what the fuck (laughs) i don't like those videos
Oh god! Like anybody does. Um, I just realized what time it was. Holy shit! We haven't even gotten to the wise guys. Let's do. Uh, let's do wise guys top ten. Yeah, let's do, that. let's do that. Uh, All right, wise guys top ten. Here we go. This is the portion of the show where we give you the top ten. Uh, sometimes probably more than 10 teams in college football based solely on their odds to win the national championship. Here we go. Number 10, Notre Dame holding in at that number 10 spot, but they did. Their odds did improve. Went from plus 4,500 to plus 4,000 after their win at Duke. A big win for the Irish staying in that number 10 spot. Number 9, Oklahoma and Alabama, both at plus 2,500. Number 8, we got USC, a big drop Whoa. from USC. Down to plus 1,800. They dropped from plus 1,600. Dion scared him, man. dion has got him shook. After that game, uh, the, the Trojans fall at plus uh, 1,800 and drop to number eight. Number seven is Oregon at plus 1,600. Uh, so they're uh, up there in the Pac-12. It's amazing how many Pac-12 teams are in this top ten. Number six is Washington at plus 1,500. Number five, we got Penn State at plus 1,400. Their odds didn't change, but some of the odds ahead of them did, but knocked them out of the top four. So here you go. There's your uh, 10 through 5 for the Wise Guys top 10. Let's get into the top four, uh, technically top five, uh, for week six. Here we go. At number four, Florida State falls out of the that type of third. Uh-oh. They're at number four now at plus hey, 900. House. Their Why odds got better. But they dropped because they Ohio the State and Texas, oh! both at plus 750, uh, hanging in there strong at that number three spot. That scares me so fucking much. The top <laughs> two odds, though, have Michigan gotten tighter. Boys, we got tighter here at the top. Number two, Michigan. They improved the plus 400 odds. And Georgia, which would drop back to plus 300. Uh-oh. So they're thinking Uh-oh. it's a little tight. Georgia hasn't looked as dominant. Michigan doing Michigan things, even though they struggled, struggled with Rutgers. Uh, they ended up putting them away. So there's your top four uh, for week 10. Scott, any surprises to you in the top 10 uh, of the Wise Guys top 10 this week? Uh, I think just USC. Their defense is trash. It's yeah. Whose defense? USC. Oh, bro, it's terrible. They only beat Colorado by seven. It's so (laughs) bad. And they were up big. They let them back in. They up huge. They were up. When I saw the score, I remember thinking, "Oh no, it's another ass whooping for uh, Dion. They ain't gonna live this one down." I didn't realize that it finished that close. Yeah, 48-41, and I think it went to overtime, right, Caesar? Didn't that game go to no, overtime? No. Okay, it was regulation. 40 in, in regulation. But still, a Either way, But yeah, so, I mean, them. But other than that, no. But I, I do I, – there's a lot of intrigue here. Like, this is getting fucking interesting now that we're getting towards the middle part of the season and things are uh, starting to tighten up a little bit. Scott, you know what I think I'm going to do next week? Uh, that's your wise guys top ten for uh, for this week. I think next week, Scott, I'm gonna do the uh, what would the twelve team playoff look like if that was this season. Uh, I know it's not oh, the same already. This yeah, early? start doing it now. Uh, I know it's not. I know it's not the same without Mookie here to get confused. Yeah, I was gonna say like who's gonna get confused on it? Because <laughs> I mean that's that's the signature is like 
him just not understanding how math works. But, but wait, how how can they be in that spot? They haven't won the Big Ten yet. <laughs> God, he was so good. I, like every week I would be like, oh, he'll get it this week. And then he would be just as lost. I'm like, fuck, dude. Like, this is all hypothetical. Like, this is just if things went like this. Like, what are you doing? It's it's my favorite Mookie thing because he would get so irrationally mad about not understanding the yeah. and He would then be pissed off. He'd be like blaming it on us. Like, it's like, well, you guys don't understand what I'm saying. I'm like, no, we do. Like, you don't understand any of what's going on right now. Fuck. Sarah saying USC isn't number five. That is the big shocker. Yeah, see? Eight, uh, top it's because Washington and Oregon have looked better than USC. Yeah, sure, USC has Caleb Williams, but their defense, Bear Alexander hasn't made, like, any difference. I think when you look at the the odds to win, right, like, everybody feels like it's Washington or Oregon that wins the Pac-12. Uh, they, they I still want to win an Oregon State to win that conference. In US. It'd be really? such a funny way for them to win, and they're good. It would. I mean, it'd be funny, but it really? I can see it happening. Really? I could see DJ go off against Oregon in some fucking miracle. And then Bo Nix just crumbles like he usually does in big games. Ah, Bo Nix. <laughs> he's, uh, he's the Dude, the amount he's been good for that for the last 15 years. It's so fun <laughs> to watch him collapse. They say, oh, Bo Dacious, Heisman. The amount of times I heard Heisman and Bo Nix, like, no, that doesn't make any sense. Like, if Bo Nix wins the Heisman, then all right, Sydney Sweeney, let's go on a date. Like, that's not going to happen. Like I got the same odds to get struck by lightning as Bo Nix does to win the Heisman. Uh, all right, now you're making if me look Bo cool. Nix wins the Heisman. I don't know what the fuck I'll do. <laughs> I gotta look this up now because you are claiming that you have the same odds of getting struck by lightning as Bo Nix has of winning the Heisman. Uh, so let's pull up the awards right now. This I'm is pretty sure Bo Nix's odds to win the Heisman are like at plus 850. Plus shit like that. Tied with your boy, yeah. Quinn Ewers. Quinn Ewers. Which is, is crazy. Bo Nix hasn't played shit. Caleb Williams is the uh, the runaway favorite right now. And then Michael Penis. And Penix at plus 380 to win uh, the, the Heisman. Penis uh, my, is boy, way, bro. my boy Sam Hartman hanging in there at plus 3,000. There's some there's some value to to throw down. Q usually does good in big games, so I'm hoping this weekend he launches his himself back in there in the top three. Hopefully he goes for like fucking five thousand with six touchdown passes and like two rushing touchdown passes. I mean touchdown passes, touchdowns. So we'll see how it goes. Hopefully Q gets up there. You can't have Quinn Ewers win the Heisman though, right? Like you can't do that as a Texas fan because you want Arch next year. You don't want Quinn Ewers and Arch like battling, right? Because isn't Quinn coming back next year? Nope. Uh, We're hoping he does great this year. We're hoping Quinn does great this year. He goes for the draft. And next year, it's Malik's year. Malik goes crazy. And then he goes to the draft. And then Arch can start his junior his junior year. I see meltdowns coming in Texas. <laughs> there is no doubt about it. Especially if Quinn Ewers doesn't go out this year and he comes back next year. You got Quinn Ewers and Malik and Arch all going for that starting out. Somebody's transferring. There's going to be a nightmare situation. The thing is, I'm going to be completely honest. I like Malik more than Arch. That's Malik's. Tame. Yeah. Malik <laughs> right tame. now, Malik looks insane. I fucking love Malik Murphy. So 
I'm, I'm, I mean, this is the ideal situation. Like in Dreamland, it's Quinn leaves after this year. Um, Malik does like what Mac Jones does, and when uh, Sark was at Bama and goes crazy, and then he goes off to the NFL, and then Arch starts his fucking junior year or his redshirt sophomore year, and then KJ starts when Arch leaves. But oh my god, it, it's what Scott. I'm happy is that Sark able was able to like navigate this path with yeah. Jalen Mack and Tua. Yeah. So we'll see, Scott. but it's Scott. scary. Scott, Arch is transferring. Arch is going to end up. <laughs> if Malik ends up being nasty, then go ahead. No, he's going to go to Ole Miss. He's going to make Lane Kiffin the, the oh, power shit. of the SEC. Oh, then, oh, then, you know what? Then I'm here for it. Let's go. Let's fucking go. <laughs> give, give Lane that power, please. Do you remember when Lane was recruiting Arch and that was the only person he was yes, following on Instagram yes, was Arch Manning? Oh. Yes. Yes. That's I also forgot. I, like, it, I, I keep forgetting that that is where our boy is. My neighbor's daughter just went to Old Miss. Like <laughs> she's a freshman at Old Miss. Like we got an end, man. Like I, Lane? I need to get to get on there. But like, look. I don't care about any of the shit that's going to introduce me to Lane somehow. Like, you got to get in contact with Lane. Lane we got to get him on the show. Like, got to get a direct main line into week. the show. All the shit this week and then got curb stomped by Alabama. Like, <laughs> evil Alabama. He was talking all the shit because he's seen what everybody else has seen with that Alabama team and that Tommy Reese offense uh, where he's like, this, I, this is my year. I got him this year. I'm going to talk all this shit. Nope. And I'm going to back it up. Got <laughs> Alabama's gonna lose like two games this whole year. They're gonna do they're like Blake like. Sims. Yeah, they're gonna be they're was, gonna be decent. They're gonna only gonna lose like another game. But it's gonna be those ugly. I mean, it's gonna be like a typical like Notre Dame season where it, you're you feel like they should have lost eight, but they somehow only lose one or two. Like that's just how it's been when Tommy Reese was at Notre Dame. That's how every I, single season went. I wonder if. Like Saban, Saban's progressively this season becoming how he was like in older seasons, where he's just getting more and more mad and yeah. like cursing at the players more and more. I wonder if, if at the end of the season he's like, "Yeah, Tommy, you fucking suck," and he's just gonna like fire him and get someone else. He'd be right. Uh, that would be that would be the correct thing. All right, let's talk a little basketball, boys. Boom shakalaka. So the big news from the basketball world, besides, oh my god, why is Mookie? <laughs> Comment <laughs> through the show chat. This is like us on Twitter when I have to fucking catch everything as <laughs> intern. Dude, that's my favorite when Caesar has to tag the tweets that he writes from intern <laughs> to differentiate from everybody else. Um, yeah, thanks, Mookie, for bringing up the Georgia Tech game that ruined my parlay. Uh, you dick. That's why I have uh anyways <laughs> big news in the basketball world and no it's not jimmy butler's emo hair even though that was fantastic and amazing and i loved every bit of it uh it's the dame lillard trade dame lillard everybody thought was going to miami instead gets moved to milwaukee uh in a surprise move uh dame said he would request a trade if he was traded anywhere except for miami and now he finds himself teamed up with Giannis, and he's like Actually, I can make this work. I think this will be all right. Uh, <laughs> it's funny how he like kind of backpedaled on that whole like, I'm not going anywhere but Miami. You send me anywhere else, I'm requesting a trade. And then he went to Milwaukee. And he's like, Did you hear that? He actually went back to the GM and was like, Hey, like if I'm not going to Miami, then I'll just stay here in Portland. And the GM was like, You already made your bed and I'll go rest in it. You're getting traded. 
Yeah. You know what though? I find this. So everybody's talking about like how, you know, Dame lost out on this one because in a, in a time when players hold all the power, Dame showed that he has no power, that the team just ignored everything he wanted and did what they wanted. But like, I feel like this was almost an olive branch to Dame, right? Like Dame has done so much for the poor. Oh yeah. You got traded to the bugs. Yeah. They trade him to a contender. If they were really salty with Dame Lillard, they could have sent him to Indiana. To Toronto. They could have sent him to Toronto. They could have sent him to like Detroit. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, exactly. But they sent him to a place where like the knock on Dame this whole time has been, well, where's your ring? Like, yeah, you play, you play out West where nobody sees your games and you don't have a ring. So you're not that great of a player. Now, most likely Dame's got a chance at winning a ring next year. Like he's he's got that shot. He can get that under his belt. And it almost feels to me like this was the trailblazers doing Dame a solid. Like, listen, we're not sending you to Miami. We can't bow and give you that. We can't set that. that. But we'll help you out. We'll send you to play with Giannis and get yourself, get yourself a ring. The Miami offer was dog shit. You're going to tell me Tyler Hero is the best portion of that package, bro. And then the draft picks for the fucking sixth graders right now. Like, no, the package from Miami was dog shit. And you have Tyler Hero on media day yesterday going like, so the teams that wanted me, you'll see why you want me. The teams that didn't, you'll see, you'll learn your lesson or whatever the fuck this year. Like, no, bro. The best thing about you is your IG model wife or baby mama. Like, you're not that good. (laughs) Granted, he could beat my ass, but he's not in the upper echelon of players in the NBA. Like, he's not. He's a liability on defense, but he's a great, like, three-point shooter. Great. But what did the Bucks get back? Because the other portion of this was the Bucks got – so the Bucks got uh, Drew. They got DeAndre – or, I'm sorry, not the Bucks, the Trailblazers. They got Drew, they got DeAndre, and they got – From that like, one trade? First-round pick. So from, what did they – when they traded Drew to Boston, what did they get back for that one? So off the initial trade for Dame, right, the Trailblazers got – I think it's two picks from Milwaukee. Um, and then they got Aiden and it's not oh, what the fuck's his name? He's a role player. Nasir something. Kamara. Was it, I think they got Kamara. The yeah. the 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 Dame trade between Portland and Milwaukee and Phoenix. Was Portland got Drew, they got DeAndre Aiden, Aiden they got picks. Kamara, and then they got uh a first round pick and a pick swap. Like that yeah. was what they got. And then they were able to flip Drew yeah. for and a so, so but so, what my point being the offer from Miami, like yeah, it's Tyler Hero, but the only reason why this offer seemed any better was because you got the Suns involved uh, to get eight. Oh yeah. Like the the it's not that great of a pick. That draft pick is dog shit. It's going to be like a but, late round pick. But the thing is them getting Drew makes it better because they're going to flip Drew for something else. Everyone knew it. So then they end up getting for Drew fucking Robert Williams, who I love, which it hurt to see him go, but he was never healthy. Um, Brogdon and then two picks for 29 and 28. So they ended up getting like four or five players and like four picks. And not like trash players, two solid players, I'd say. So it's way better than what they would have gotten from Miami. Scott, as an NBA casual, somebody who, like me, doesn't think the season starts until Christmas Day, uh, which is the more scarier sight to see in the playoffs now? The Bucks with Giannis and Dame? No, let me preface or this. Or 
Oh, no, 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 no. Let me ask the question here, Caesar. Okay. You, you <laughs> Yana, no. Daniel no, Lillard and running dunk no, no, man. No, 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 no. You're tainted. You can't. You can't think unbiased. I'm asking. It's running dunk man and Damian Lillard. I'm asking the unbiased basketball fan here, the guy who knows the season doesn't start until Christmas Day. Run what is more man. scarier in the playoffs? Is it Giannis and Dame and or is it Drew on the Celtics? Jazz Bucks finals. <laughs> Jazz? The Utah or, no, Jazz? Wait, no, the Nuggets. My bad, my bad, oh. my bad. The other white-ass team, Denver, Denver, my bad. The Nuggets, Nuggets, Nuggets finals with with the Bucks. Like it's gonna be the most white ass fucking boring. Like the NBA is going to fucking hate it. But their their finals are gonna be Denver and Milwaukee. <laughs> Holy shit! Say it out loud right now. Stern is or not Stern. Fucking, it's not even stirred for <laughs> Adam Silver. <laughs> Silver, 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 Shitty has been like, we gotta fucking fix this. We have got to stop this right now. Somehow, some way, make sure that somebody gets to gets to Miami. Like, holy fuck, M- Milwaukee and Denver are your finals. You got, Ugh, and Christ. not only that, your two big stars aren't even like they can't even pump up. Like, wow, they're at least they're American it's guys. Two no, centers. <laughs> It's two, two centers. centers that aren't from America. Oh, They're like two God, centers. Oh my God. It's like the NBA's nightmare. Oh no. But it's what they're getting. It's totally what they're getting. We can call it right now. It's over. It's fucking is done. Dame is Dame's rap career going to do better or worse in Milwaukee than it was in Portland? Because strangely people- better, strangely better. <laughs> There's a lot more things that rhyme with cheese than nothing. <laughs> I just don't know how much help running dunk man needs to do anything productive in the NBA. I don't, it's crazy to me. Everyone says he's this crazy player, but he needs all the help in the world. He's sounding more like Kevin Durant to me, if you ask me. Get <laughs> hey, shut hey, up, hey but that's just me. That's just me. That's just me. The Celtics built their shit through the draft. <laughs> Except for Drew Holiday. Yeah. This big piece that yeah. helped him get over the hump. Yeah, and, and Tinkus Pinkus, but I mean. <laughs> Tinkus Pinkus. Hey, Tinkus Pinkus, Jalen Brown, Jalen Green. Hey, he learned how to dribble with the left hand. I think we're going to the finals. All right, there you go. Caesar said it. Uh, I'm with And then we'll lose to the Nuggets. And then we'll lose to the Nuggets. Because the Nugget dude, Joker, is ridiculous. I'm going – I'm going Nuggets Bucks because I think the Heat knock out the Celtics in the first round. Bro, if the Heat knock out the Celtics, like I'm not gonna know what to do with myself. Yeah, you guys might struggle with the Heat. Like you might know the, the, the Cavs. Yeah, you guys might struggle with the Heat. Like you might know the Heat. The Heat? An yeah, all-time the heat, classic. The Heat are dog shit. The Heat? Uh, all right, real quick, guys, before we get out of here, since we're running low on time, two real quick stories here to, to end out the show. Uh, let's start off with golf first. Playing a game of whack fuck here. Whack fuck. <laughs> Boy, this Ryder Cup sucked ass, Scott. Ooh, Good Lord. Oh, God. You know it's bad when I woke up to headlines on Saturday that just said, like, more or less, the U.S. got housed, like just fucking destroyed on Friday. It was awful. Uh, it terrible, terrible, terrible first day, and it it didn't get. Well, any Scotty Scheffler was fucking crying. Over, uh, yeah, it was. Scotty Scheffler was crying from how Dude, he got his ass kicked. But to be fair, or not, not, it's not an excuse. 
But like you should have known this shit was chalked when you saw like Team USA beefing with themselves. Yeah, uh, and it wasn't it wasn't good. And I know there was like the whole deal with the hats and like all the bullshit. But as bad as the U.S. beat Europe last Ryder Cup, it was that reversed this time around. Like yeah, Europe was worse. ready to go. It wasn't worse because U.S. won like nineteen to nine. Uh, and then also the chants that they're making. Da, 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 da. USA is terrified. Europe's on fire. Da, 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 da. <laughs> oh, that shit was too crazy, bro. That's, That's why the European chance. Great. And you know what? Oh my I God. hate when it's played in Europe because of that reason. I didn't get to see much of it because it's all off hours instead of like during normal sports. Dude, I fucking love US. European fans so much. We're on the left side of the T. Yes, we are. We're on the left side of the T. And then the fucking per- then the next we're in the center of the take. Like, dude, it's oh my god! And they do it like in like three seconds. You can't get fucking solid. American fans to do the wave because everyone's too fucking hammered. <laughs> <laughs> we're doing the wave, and oh my god! And you got fucking people doing one kisses all it takes by Dua leap and like your favorite player's name. It, it's it's oh all right God. because in 2025 the Ryder Cup is back in the US. They're going to be playing at Farmingdale in New York, so we'll Why don't they play it in Arizona? That would be badass to do it at the yeah. waste management. Yeah, do it at the waste management. Get all the fucking dickheads there on 17, imagine. Fucking right. oh, who's no. going to be good at that time? Say it's say we're going to ride with the UT boys. Say Scotty Schleffler, Jordan Speed fucking hole in one that bitch. Imagine all the beer getting thrown into the hole, and then you have Rory having to go after that. It'd Dude. be pretty badass. But hey, they can do get at me. They can <laughs> get at me. Uh, so yeah, there's your golf story. It was a terrible, terrible Ryder Cup, and I wish it never happened. Let's talk soccer real fast. The <laughs> Cincinnati, your supporter shield winner for this year in the MLS. They locked it down over the weekend uh, with the win in Toronto. So FC Cincinnati wins the supporter shield. It is still very strange to me to celebrate a regular season championship uh, as a newly uh, found soccer fan. You don't celebrate it. I'm used to like a playoff win. Uh, But here we are, FC Cincinnati with the uh, with the win, uh, with the supporter shield, first shield that the the boys in, in blue and orange have won. And look at that right on time. Here's Mookie to talk about. <laughs> I originally, I originally came in to give myself something that I feel like is long overdue. Race card. I put probably the most clever shit in our show text this week oh, that God. got zero love again. Huh? Like Dude, the, the amount of times that you've like tried to get acknowledgement for this should tell you that it wasn't. I did not acknowledge my tribal that- chief. Good. I mean, look, like, dude, I, I didn't even it was so much. It was so off that when you first sent it, it didn't even register. Like I was like, the fuck is he talking about? Just a race car. Yeah. OK, cool. so isn't that like such the appropriate thing for me to be excited about is something that nobody else understands or cares about? Kind of like why someone would celebrate an NMLS regular season title, because only in America do we not care about the table winners in soccer, but rather we care about some manufactured playoff that happens after the fact. So. In any that other is country, crazy. winning the regular season is a huge ordeal. Like it is no, what, it's not a huge ordeal. It is the ordeal. You're right. You're right. It's the only thing. Yeah. But in the MLS, because it's America and we have to have playoffs, no one gives a shit about the regular you know season. What? You know what, Mookie? You're right. And I, I support this. Scott, 
congratulations to your Braves on their MLB <laughs> championship this what year. Their regular season championship. Raise the fucking banner, baby. <laughs> Hang the put the trophy in the case. Congratulations, your boys did it. Well, you done. know, you know, if there's well, one regular season. <laughs> If there's one regular season title that means more than soccer, it is absolutely baseball. Because if there's one thing we know, it's that baseball regular season winners bring home that title. Peace, love. I'm out. You motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> motherfucker right here. God damn it. Uh, Caesar, I was going to ask Mookie, I don't know. Is this anything like the, the president's trophy in the NHL where like FC Cincinnati is cursed now in the playoffs and there's no chance at all that they, no, I think LAFC won it last year and they won the whole thing. Okay. Good. Um, That makes me feel better. Yeah. It's kind of just like, it's just, it's so weird in soccer celebrating, like having the regular season end and not be joyous and that your team came in first. I'm doing it from now on for every sport. I am celebrating the regular season champion for every sport. I'm going the thing, all in on the soccer style. Uh, it th- just sucks it, though it, in American it, sports because you do that and say, for instance, because it's happened a couple times in my lifetime, the Cowboys finished first in the division and they fucking lose in the first round. Like the whole season was for what? Nothing. It doesn't matter. No, raise that banner, baby. First place, number one. First. Imagine the sight of the five crazy. Super Bowls up there, and then fucking 2021 NFC East divisional champions. I'd fucking kill myself. Not NFC East divisional championships. Uh, best record in football. NFL champion. That's what it is. It's the NF. It's the supporter shield for the NFL. You didn't win the Lombardi. <laughs> you won the supporter shield. Big ups, celebrate that shit. I'm doing it's it. It's like the, on the soccer. It's like the 73 and nine Warriors. Everyone makes fucking everyone makes fun of them because they're joking. Hell of a regular season. They did great. Uh, that was yeah. that was yeah. They win. They win it all. Get hang the banner, baby. Uh, everybody wants to make fun of the teams for hanging a, a banner for the president's trophy in hockey. Nope, I'm in full support of this now. Uh, let's talk about these beers that we were drinking <laughs> and whether or not we would bang them, Scott. What was your beer? Yeah, I know, I know what it is, and I know if you'd bag it. What was it? Tell the people, remind them whether or not. I was drinking pumpkin, the OG, the original, the best pumpkin beer out there on the market. Southern tier. You don't know now, you know. I would definitely bag it. Fantastic, Caesar. What were you drinking? Now you know. That's a song, right? It is a song. Oh yes. God damn! I didn't say this, the last word. I didn't say the last word. Like I didn't, I didn't, no, did. I knew the. I, I didn't say the last word. Himself. I didn't say the last word. Come the last on, word was coming in like second. Jawia. <laughs> if you this don't know, makes me you feel know. like Caesar Homie. heard the news this week that there was an arrest in the Tupac case, and he was like, "Who?" <laughs> oh no! Come on! I saw the fucking thirty for thirty. The thirty for thirty on Tupac? Was there a thirty for thirty? Yeah, it was like one night in Vegas or some shit, and it was about the Tyson fight, and then the oh, okay, ended up yeah, like shot it, at the same yeah, time. yeah, yeah, okay, it had elements, yes, okay, never mind, I remember now. They were like, it wasn't just a thirty for thirty on Tupac. I was like, no, 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 it wasn't on Pac. Like, what did I miss that shit? Yeah, and then, um, then like Biggie died and shit. I mean, I mean R.I.P. to both. Then of them, like I- Biggie died and shit. <laughs> <laughs> I was, I mean, I threw the can away. I forgot. I was drinking Coors Light. Coors Light. In your Texas Yeti. Yes, sir. Come on now. Hey, fuck all you. Fuck those fucking Midwest. Midwest. Those piece of shits and those trash. Who the fuck rides around in a wagon? Love all this fuck. I hope that wagon falls over this weekend. Just because it's the greatest burns. Whenever the the boomer sooner tipped over, it's the best. 
Uh, Matt said, I love when the show goes into OT. And Sarah said, but a better motherfucking start on time. <laughs> uh, tonight, I was drinking Seeing Colors Hazy IPA from Mad Tree. It is fantastic. It's a great Hazy IPA. Absolutely would bang. Um, this was the show, boys. We did it. We put one out there. This was the thing that happened. Um, Mookie popped in. I'm now all in on uh also caesar has new shirts that we need to put up there for his schools that he's created i make up schools every week whenever i talk shit about college football teams (laughs) saskatchewan state fucking quebec quebec institute of technology fucking unicef orphan school the st jude school of children like i can keep them going i usually do it for mexican schools because it's like a funnier joke here in laredo but i can think of all of them I can't wait. We need a whole line of these. Uh, thank you guys so much for tuning in. Uh, be sure to follow the show at Crafty Sports on Twitter, X, uh, Instagram. Join the Facebook group. All the people you see commenting are in there commenting and, and making jokes and posting memes as if John Scott for thinking jerseys are a thing that aren't really uh. Uh, Go hit that up. Uh, subscribe to the YouTube channel. Hit that like button right now. Help us out. Bump us up in the algorithm. Make this show see if I'm more people by throwing us a thumbs up. Also, subscribe and review wherever you get your podcasts. Helps us out more than you know. Shout out Belly Up Sports, BellyUpSports.com. Go hit them up and subscribe and review to all the podcasts on the Belly Up Sports Media Network. We will see you guys next week. Cheers, everybody. Get off my fucking lawn. Hook them horns. Fuck all you. I feel like this right now.